Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hello and welcome to the dork forest It's me, Jackie Cation You know the website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com If you like a determiner You can donate to the show using PayPal or Venmo. You go to the websites, you find out where I'm doing stand-up comedy. Rangers of the Dork Forest, I love you dearly, and thank you so much. Feel free to go to Apple, rate and review the show. Five stars would be great. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and wrote that song that you just heard, and he will be singing at the end, the Mexican hat dance. Uh, Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and video, and we thank all the stars for that. Let's get into the show. It's me, Jackie Cation. We're in my garage. Uh, and I, uh, Rangers, you guys, it's Jordan. It's uh, Jordan Morris. And Jordan Morris is part of Jordan Jesse Go. He has a new book out and uh, he's very entertaining and you should listen to his podcast and you should do all the things. You probably get his book. It's called Youth Group. And uh, and I'm going to actually ask him why it's called that. But it's at Jordan David Morris for all of the Instagram, your Instagram needs and such. And uh uh, his dorkdom is hilarious, but actually, I do want to know about Youth Group. What is it about? Is it just yes. essays? Uh, no, Youth Group is a graphic novel. It is a YA horror comedy. I know. Oh, I know. I know. You <laughs> made a be face. Interested. It's right. It's the only way I could consume horror is in graphic novel form. Y- Lock yes, and gonna... key. It's the scariest thing I've ever oh. read. Lock and key is great. This is not as spooky in, uh, uh, as that. It's a little more on the comedy this, side of a horror comedy. And for younger audiences, probably. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. A, it is a YA book. But I think that um, adults who like such things will like it uh, in, in the way that, you know, Buffy is a YA thing or Riverdale Again, is a YA thing. You're talking to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. I, I know my audience. Um, yeah, it is a it's a <laughs> it is a uh, horror comedy graphic novel. The art is by the great, great, great Bowen McGurdy, uh, whose work you might re- uh, recognize from Marvel Comics. Um, Neat. Yeah, it is a the story of like goofy teenage exorcists. Um, I <laughs> I myself okay. uh, grew up going to one of these like hip youth groups at church. Do you kind of know this thing where a guy with I've I've only heard about them in people's acts. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. They're a weird phenomenon where like a, a guy with tattoo sleeves will sit backwards on a chair and tell you about a pretty cool guy named JC <laughs> who is pretty punk rock, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, wow. you sing goofy songs, you play yep. games and you learn about the Lord. Um, Excellent. But, uh, well, it does. It, it sounds like a nice way to learn about the Lord. And, and if the Lord isn't too grumpy or mean, that's a nice Lord. What the heck? Sure. Yeah. The Lord doesn't care if you go surfing on a Sunday once in a while, as long as you're wow. giving it up you gotta work. to JC. Well, you got you a work ethic. It's uh, right. once in a while. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so youth group, uh, is it available now? Will it, be uh, available? it is available for pre-order now. Um, oh. you can, uh, you, you can pre-order that. Listen again, I know my audience. I know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. guessing dork forest listeners have a local indie bookstore that yeah, they, they do. frequent so they could pre-order it there, or you can do that at Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, 
bookshop.org. Uh, you'll find all that stuff at bit.ly slash youth group book. And uh, right. yeah, I, I, again, I'm, I, I know, I know, I know the audience. Y'all know <laughs> those pre-orders are so important for books. So, uh, okay. This sounds like a cool concept. Uh, just, I, yeah, I, I just think throw 20 like bucks it. at it. What is it? 20, 30 bucks. What are we looking at? Softback 1499 yeah. guys. It just guys. got 50% off. It all, yeah. it just happened. <laughs> the dork forest <laughs> <What> a- <laughs> discount. You don't even enter dork forest to check out. <laughs> you, you can, <laughs> you can, let's see what happens. You yeah. Got, okay. So, um, and then you wanted to dork out about quite honestly, the, the mortal Kombat and, st- and street fighter. Yes. Mortal Kombat. Now, Mortal Kombat and, and Street Fighter are two uh, versus fight fight games. Yes, versus how, fight how fight. Long yep, have you, exactly. Yeah. How long have you played <laughs> them? What are we talking about? Right. Uh, so I have been playing these since I was a kid. I have very, very clear memories of going into Lamppost Pizza as a kid uh, over there in Mission Viejo, California, yeah. and seeing a okay. Street Fighter II machine and just being captivated. Um you know, this was this was a so time uprights. And, yes, uprights. Yeah, okay. this was okay. this. My my love of these games thrived in the arcade. You would put up your quarter <laughs> when you wanted to play next. You would put it up on the little lip of the game. You would wait in line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, an older kid would swear at you. Right, because they didn't want to give it up. But you no. had a quarter up. So said too bad, bro. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the, so, it's the law of the arcade. <laughs> so we can start with the uprights. This is yes. awesome because that's how I played those games. Okay. No, tell me everything. Yeah. What was your, what was your arcade game growing up? What was your local arcade? Where did you play? Where did oh. you play uprights? Oh, I'm a hundred years old. We didn't have arcades until they were invented in 1980 oh. <laughs> and 1979. And, uh, and then it was, I took a class at, at school called biking and bowling. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it was, I thought it was like polo where we would bike full from the bike, but nope. And I had to borrow a bike to do it, but, uh, we biked to the bowling alley, <laughs> would bowl and then bike back to school. Oh, and cool. cause South Walkie, Wisconsin, several bowling alleys and uh but the, <laughs> you don't they say had, they had <laughs> you don't right. say and they had they had and, and that's when i became addicted to arcade games and then oh, yeah. mortal Kombat, of course introduced more we're talking late uh i think it was uh, early 90s right that's uh the genesis yeah. of of the first mortal Kombat game yeah i, I think forget. i'm gonna i'm gonna go in off the dome here i think mortal Kombat 1993 uh we can cross that's a that. great that's a great guess uh first one what uh so what was so 93 you were a baby so 92 nice work oh uh, 92 nice oh, close work. close so i was 10 then, when it came out yeah okay uh and and it was amazing it was a five-button configuration. Yes, you got, yep. High punch, low punch, high kick, low kick, block. Uh, a lot of the, the sweeping, the sweeping of the joystick, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the button memorization. Yep. It it harkened back to a very mediocre game that was gorgeous called Dragon's Lair oh uh, my from God, the early yes. 80s. It was to- right. It was-, it was like a Dragon's Lair that was fun to play. <laughs> yes, because Dragon's Lair, entirely memorization and I, gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, totally. But Don Bluth animated uh, Dragon Slayer. Laser disc. Amazing. Yes. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> you can't you possibly... can play it at home on your laser disc player. <laughs> right. Well, but uh, it was, but it was too, yeah, it was just it, but Mortal Kombat was all, 
you had to remember, you had to memorize the sure, yes. muscle memory, a lot, but it was yeah. an amazing. And the final. Oh, yeah, the, the fatalities. The yeah, I remember yeah. that stuff with regards to the memorization. Yeah, a lot of like, you know, button inputs uh, later in the series, you're going to get combos. That's a whole other thing to remember. And I think it was a very early Internet thing where you could print them out from the Internet. Uh, we didn't have the Internet till kind of late, but like other kids would do this. They would print it out on that paper where you would rip off the sides. Do you know what I'm talking about? That printer paper yeah, where you would rip off? for some reason... Car rental places are the only places still using dot matrix. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know where they're getting the paper, quite honestly. So you would have kids come to the pizza place, come to the arcade with like printed out dot matrix sheets of all the moves, all the fatalities. And yeah, I don't know. It, it was fun. And there were all these like, you know, legends surrounding the game, like secret characters that may or may not have been in there. Um, Just little yeah. Easter eggs where the, where, where, where the programmers would pop up. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the toasty guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was so full of fun little things like that. And yeah, because we were in a very early age of the internet, you know, it could all kind of be urban legend and uh, you know, and yeah, right. it was kind of this, a little, a little oral history. You would learn from the kids at the arcade, how to do the fatalities. Right. And right. I don't even remember those kids names, but I spent more time with those, with, like more 12 year old boys when I yeah. was a 12 year old girl, just, just literally just trying to find money sure. <laughs> to play. <laughs> and what, what was your character? Like those, that first. Yeah. Okay. First I was team. of those, of those two games, uh, street fighter will always be my number one. Um, Is Mortal it? Kombat, okay. my nasty little side piece. Interesting. Street Fighter, my side piece, six button configuration, harder, uh, didn't have the muscle memory, didn't put the hours in. You know, that's okay. So, you know, they're both, they're, you know, different games, different, different yeah. muscles. Um, yes, and yes. I think you, and I think you can love them both. Um, but yeah, for, uh, for Street Fighter, uh, through, through all of the games. Um, so when you, when you're serious about these games, you have a main and you have a backup, you have a main character and if, but if somebody's mm-hmm. giving you trouble, you can switch to a backup, different strategy. Um, my main or backup has always been Blanca, the beast from Brazil, um, a green okay. mutant with electricity powers. And, Interesting. Um, backup usually Chun Li. Um, uh, so you might know her as the strongest woman in the world. Um, a a <laughs> a, a kind of fast character who can hit you from all sides. Um, in this most recent Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat, or sorry, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Street Six. Street Fighter, uh, yeah. Uh, Blanca's my backup, and my main is Lily, a kind of a, a kind of impetuous young fighter who can control the wind. Uh, she's she's a new character, and she's oh. my absolute favorite. She absolutely fucking rules. Okay, so Blanca, fighter of the yes. Street Fighter, mm-hmm. uh, green skin, orange hair, and Cammy. What is Cammy? Oh, Cammy is a special forces character who um, who in some of her iterations is wearing a thong and people are very horny. Uh, for grumpy her. about it. Oh, uh, there you go. Or, no, or yeah, grumpy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dep- <laughs> d- depends if you're depends if you're into animated thong. Right. Uh, yes. So. <laughs> Cammy, Cammy inflames the passions in one way or the other. <laughs> uh, right. So uh, what? So. What is Blanca's uh, character? What what's the moves? Uh, so Blanca. Uh, Blanca is a is a charge character. So that means you're you're holding you're holding the 
joystick in one direction. So you're either holding okay. back or you're holding down. And okay. then at the right moment, you'll you'll flip to another direction and you're hit, you'll hit a button and you'll do your special move. So he has uh-huh. the, the, the ball attack, which he, okay. he you kind of fly across the screen in a in a cannonball, and that's great for uh, for closing distance. That's great mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, and Street Fighter, it's all about distance. It's all about how far away you are from the other person or the other oh, character. that's so, interesting. So, yeah, so something that where you can where you can play with distance is really helpful. And that's why I think Blanca is a great character. Um, and then he's got the classic electricity attack, which is, is great, a, a great, to, great to combo into. You can, uh, uh, he kind of like gets an electricity shield and it's great for when you're in there, when you're in there close, you can get in a couple of hits, knock him out with that electricity shield. Feels great every time. Is the, is the electricity a ranged attack or is that a melee up, up close? Resorts? Jackie? Great question. Uh, this is an up close <laughs> attack. <laughs> okay, I think maybe at some point in the game he was able he's able to throw that electricity kind of with some some other kind of moves, but it, it's usually like a it's yeah he with Blanca he's a smothering character, so you want to get close in. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, are they so what so and then the other are there finishing moves in Street Fighter? You know they're not. Street Fighter has always been pretty PG thirteen. Um, the violence okay. is a little more cartoony than in Mortal Kombat. Although you know Mortal yep. Kombat is cartoony in its own way, but there's a lot of you know heads getting ripped off, spines being right. extracted, and spurting cartoon blood. I mean sure. it it has its own. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see a skeleton. So yeah. yes, I would <laughs> say that Street Fighter is is much more. We're biting. Uh, sort of yeah. like Dragon Ball Z. It always had yes. that kind of vibe to it. Exactly. And yeah. everyone kind of likes each other in Street Fighter. It's like kind of fighting for fun. And the new one kind of has this mode where you run around this city and you can basically just start fighting anyone who lives in the city. And it's in this oh. kind of genial, let's do it kind of way. And you yeah. fight them and then they just go back to normal and you can buy a tiramisu from them. It's it's beautiful <laughs> and very, very weird and funny in its own way. That's super weird and funny. I, OK, so what is the storyline of Street Fighter? Uh, is is Jackie. there? a Yes. <laughs> so is this a good, another good question? Uh, yes. Amazing. This is <laughs> the greatest podcast I have ever done. <laughs> Can we do this well, once a week? <laughs> well, and it is the point of the podcast to please celebrate. Yes. And I don't know it. So, yeah. So with these games, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, they've both been around, you know, they've both been around kind of along this, you know, around the same times. Mortal Kombat has had more sequels, but they each, you know, pretty regularly come out with sequels. And instead of just like ignoring the story or saying the story is every year there's a fighting tournament and people fight. They've all just doubled down on their lore. Everyone, everyone wants revenge on everyone else. There's multiverse stuff happening. Street Fighter had a robotic moon, I believe, that was going to destroy the Earth at one point. Mortal Kombat completely reset their timeline. And one of the characters is God. And he is trying to remake the universe. But people from the old timeline are coming back to try and destroy him. It's 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 crazier than any DC comic. It is like. Right. Did you yeah. see the Mortal Kombat where they fought the Superman? That it oh, was it yes. was Mortal Kombat fights all the DC characters. Yeah, I really liked that game. I mean, uh, these are two of my dorkdoms 
fighting each other is obviously yeah. so much so much fun. Um, <laughs> it was magical. You were just like, magical. I don't know who to root for on this thing, but right. it's going to be Sub Zero <laughs> right now. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I want him to rip um, Superman's spine out. They didn't have the fatalities how? in that one, but they didn't have the fatalities in that yeah. one. And uh, and Wonder Woman. It was her lasso was more of a weapon than a than a truth sayer, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, and so what? Uh, yeah, so in Street Fighter, the the store. What is that universe? Is that universe just a a, a universe with fighters and they're yeah they're just yeah it, yeah? And so there's a there's the the like underlying ongoing story. There's always a like shadowy organization that is using the fighting tournament to do something evil. Oh, um, right, right. Uh, you know, Shadow Lou, Shadow Law, you can, so I've heard it pronounced, uh, you know, the first couple games, you got M. Bison, he's the master of that, and God, <laughs> what, I don't know, what you control the world, I guess, but they each right. have kind of different, you know, and it all kind of goes back to, oh, there's a new secret organization for a while, it was called Sin, and they were, using the tournament to scan everyone's bodies and use those bodies to put into this AI fighter named Seth okay. who had everyone's powers. So, uh, and this new one, God, this new one has kind of a weird, like fracking plot where there's this guy named JP who is this gentleman what? in a cape who is, has taken over this third world country and is, poisoning the environment it's so hard to keep track of but i love that oh my they God. do it i love that that's they do amazing it amazing that they do yeah. it i just uh i did weed off slightly just to do uh the street fighter storyline is relatively deep and nuanced as far as fighting games go mm, major mm -hmm, themes mm -hmm. recur through the series such as yes. righteous vengeance right grappling to balance power with dark and destructive impulses mm -hmm. and outright malicious megalomania that <laughs> that i love megalomania yeah. they're just like beware megalomania we will fight it it's it's an issue um it's, <laughs> it's an issue here's You're something i love too is that both series now have characters who are divorced like these games have been around so long and their audiences have grown up so much that now the characters are getting divorces. <laughs> it's such a wild Wait, two thing. Of the street, two of the street fighters were married. So and in, then Mortal now Kombat, in Mortal Kombat, at one point, Johnny Cage and Sonya were married and they had a daughter, Cassie yeah. Cage, who was also a fighter. And in the one before this, I think it was Mortal Kombat 11, they were divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they had to like work together and they, you know, oh, that makes so, for great cinematics. That's the yeah. greatest cinematic in between levels. And oh. then to like have to be have to like <laughs> fight your <laughs> fight your ex and like gouge their eyes out is such a funny like <laughs> such a funny right, conclusion like to go cathartic, to. Cathartic, cathartic, you know, avatar kind of fine. All right. And, and in the most recent Street Fighter Ken, I believe, was accused of terrorism and so had to go on the run. And while going on the run, his wife divorced him. <laughs> so. Oh, so sad. Uh, yeah. I like that they all have very Japanese names until we get to Ken. Ken. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's Ken. just Ken. he's also he's just yeah. Ken. I saw the Barbie movie. I get it. Sure. <laughs> um, 
That's hilarious. Um, Wait, so when you were playing Mortal Kombat in the in the arcades, who was your who was your main? Oh, uh, I. It was Katana, I think. It was uh, with, with great the, choice. With, with right, the fans. I li- with the fans. I liked it because uh, she would just. It was. She was a badass woman. Yeah, uh, I wasn't as good with uh, with. Sonya and stuff. Uh, I did also really like Scorpion a great deal. Yeah. Even though he was a bad guy. Sub-Zero I enjoyed a great deal. Very funny. Um, Shang-Chi, too hard. Uh, though, oh, yeah. You ever, here was one of my things, which was, of course, it's almost like watching guys play guitar. Right. If you stood behind a guy and watched him play Mortal Kombat, nothing more flattering. Nothing more flattering to a young man. And uh, <laughs> watch this, babe. Just, <laughs> watch this, babe. I'm gonna get a five hit combo, babe. <laughs> right. So probably in '96, mm-hmm. it was right before. I think there was Mortal. It was Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Was yes. one of the last uprights that I that I doubled down on and committed to. But it was um, when Nightwolf. Oh, Nightwolf was introduced. Yeah, Nightwolf was a cool character. With, with with the with the the phantom tomahawk mm-hmm. that would come the in green i yeah. there's there's an alternate universe where jackie cation gets a tattoo of nightwolf on her shin oh my gosh and it then, can still happen uh, it can still beca- happen jackie well, and then i become an organic farmer and i meet a nice woman <laughs> named elizabeth and uh maybe open, the rest maybe open up together. a used bookstore together <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and we play pickleball on the weekends it's amazing this Sounds alternate like a dream universe. it all starts uh, with the night wolf tattoo it does start with the night wolf tattoo uh but i i freaking i it was it's so interesting because these characters that were in this game i literally when the movie came out and did you see the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, so I saw the first Mortal Kombat movie in theaters and yes. like totally loved it, but wondered why there weren't fatalities. Um, oh, well. because you know, they, you know, it's a PG thirteen. You got to get the kids. Yeah, in. they didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to go there. But it was disappointing. But Liu Kang uh, finally doing the bicycle kick. I saw it opening yeah. night. Oh, I, cool. I had just played and watched some amazing. Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. at the theater at the Mall it's of America. Oh, right. I mean, it, it, back in the day, uh, you could always count on a movie theater to have a couple of arcade games. So, yeah, I guess in that time, you could have gone to see Mortal Kombat, played Mortal Kombat in the lobby, and then gone into the movie. And what a night. What a there magical was, night. There, there was It was a magical night, but there was an arcade that was separate. It was in between the Hooters and the uh, movie theater. Uh, and it was an amazing arcade. And so all of us, literally, the arcade emptied. We all went. And you all went into the movie? To this, oh, to the so n- mid- midnight. That's and we so just great. sat there and just the buzz. It was so, right. it was, it had a, like a Star Wars vibe to it. It had I'm all those, sure. the, a Marvel vibe. It had right. that. And it was early days of that, right? Because I I forget when it came out. But uh, we enjoyed that movie as a group, I think, more than you could imagine. Uh, Yeah, I mean... We had a couple of disappointing video game movies, right? Before that, like, like the 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 well documented fiasco that was the Super Mario movie with John Hoskins and oh. John Leguizamo, or Bob Hoskins, yeah, that, excuse me, and John Leguizamo. It was an effort. An effort yeah. was made. They they the took new a Mario swing. Movie, 
They took a swing and they failed. Yes. But the new Mario movie actually kind of stuck the landing, I thought. Yeah, Did I thought it the was, new Mario movie? It was neat. It's gorgeous. It's so fun to look at. I think, you know, like like pretty pretty down the middle story, no surprises there, but like the no. just the the the, the second to second visuals, so much fun to look at. Right. And then there was, of course, a nice backstory with their parents. And yes. Uh, where, yes, that was, I mean, that was literally was the thing that I tr- totally, I was like, oh, good for you. Yeah. Because it could have just been whatever it was. Right. Right. Um, right. They yeah. could have, they could, they could have dropped the ball. But yeah, but that first, that first Mario did not really work. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so, yeah. So I think the fact that the Mortal Kombat movie kind of was a little closer to what we all wanted was, was pretty cool at the time. So Highlander. He was high. Oh, that's played, right. Christopher Lambert he, was Raiden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, of course, he wasn't in the second one. I happen no, to own uh, the Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. So I have not seen Mortal Kombat colon Annihilation. Um, no, I mean, I, I tried to. I had to because it's been it's pops up. Yeah, sure. It's 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 yeah, it'll it'll come up on a 2B or a Pluto every now and then. And I, <laughs> I, I I try I I think about watching it sometimes. I should. I mean, after after, you know, there's anyway. But yes, uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie is quite good. You own it on physical media, you say. I do, just because one day they'll try to take it away from me. Of course they, won't they, be able ta- to. they take everything away. Nope. That's, that's your it. DVD. That's it. You own that. It's my DVD. I spent fourteen ninety nine. We got I got that kind of <laughs> cash sitting around. You walked and into I have a that kind Tower of space. Records. <laughs> and uh yes and so but it was it was christopher lambert and he really he he he, he there was it was great casting is what it was it sure was and yeah and i forget the name of the actor but the actor who was sonia was also in billy madison which was like a huge one for me too so like the fact that <laughs> billy madison's yeah. girlfriend is also sonia was such a right. mind blower to me at the time there's so many of those uh, when when you first notice different actors playing different like the woman who plays Nebula is also Ruby Roundhouse in the new Jumanji series. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's great in both those. That is a in, yeah. And her name is uh Kieran uh Gillen, which yes, is almost right. exactly the same name as a comic book writer that I thoroughly enjoy. Oh right, uh, yeah. Yeah, a comparable. It's just a weird crossover of 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 nerd. It kind of is magic. She yeah. is like the underappreciated, like low key, best Marvel actor. I think. I think that character and that performance is so good. That character, it could it could be expanded so easily. Oh, totally. She, it, it'd be like giving her own book and giving her own movie would be great. But they they choose uh, they don't they uh, yes. so. A different podcast. Yes, yeah, different so, podcast. They make a lot of choices over there at the Marvel not HQ. Choice, <laughs> right, not choices I would necessarily make, no, but I understand. I mean, you know. I'm predisposed to like things. Sure, uh, of course. Sure. And uh, hence the dork forest. Right. <laughs> but uh, but the, the here's my quick question, even though yes. I don't want to get away. Uh, no, no, no. Is, is there a Street Fighter movie? So... Great question. So there is a there was a Street Fighter movie around the time of the Mortal Kombat movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile, oh, no. <laughs> as the all-American Guile. Oh, the no. M- muscles from Brussels himself was. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that accent was, and all accent and all. Uh, he he never tries to hide it to his credit. Um, yeah, that had some fun casting, too. So it is notorious for being the final performance of Raul Julia. 
as M. Bison, and he is going for it, and he is great. I think that you know the the, the movie is 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 um, pretty widely regarded as bad. I have not seen it since I was a kid, um, well, but I think every, what's it called? Is it called Street it, Fighter? It's just called Street Fighter, and uh, Street Fighter. You know, that. Street Fighter. I think it's it, it was Street Fighter colon the movie. Oh, fair enough. Um, Back when they were still doing colon the movie, <laughs> <laughs> they tried um, that. They they ran that up the flagpole a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but Jean Claude Van Damme and Jean Claude um, Van Damme, and it was just okay. Yeah, I I I I think I I think I saw it in a time before I could recognize a movie being bad. You know that time when you're a kid where you just kind of like being at the movies and all movies are good. Speaking. Speaking of a magical time, yes. I just did a podcast uh, with uh, some some gentlemen who one guy said that his favorite movies were the prequels to Star Wars. Right. And I said that is only OK if when the first one came out, you were 11. Uh-huh. And he said, I was 11. And uh, I said, yeah, then there's no reason for them not to be your favorites. Of course. Of course. If because you're 11. I was I was 11 when the first star Wars when yes. four came out a new hope. And so, yes, it is also, by the way, when rewatching it, just okay. Like if yeah. I were to watch it for the first time now, I'd be like, eh, I see what you're doing and yeah. I enjoy this, but it's not sure. <laughs> and the acting's a little all over the place. <laughs> right. I, I would of course still enjoy it. Cause I like a space cowboy show. Oh, so, sure. Uh, yeah. I'm um, made of stone. Yeah. So I, I, I would be interested to watch both. Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat now as an adult. I bet you the Mortal Kombat holds up a little bit better. I bet it's kind of like more rooted in the kind of kung fu movies that inspired the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe Street Fighter was going, you know, was was trying to be this like military action movie, which is like it's not what the game's about. Oh, but I think right, they tried right. to kind of lean into like the Van Damme of it all. I don't know. But anyway, the Street Fighter movie is not about a fighting tournament, and I think that's a mistake. And then they kind of yeah. tried to do a thing called Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li in the kind of 2010s, I think. And it was oh. just a movie about Chun-Li. And I think it had its pleasures, but but I remember being kind of a bad movie. Um, uh, Vega, okay. played by Taboo from The Black Eyed Peas. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That must have been the thing is, is sometimes you look at the casting and it's a it's a musician or it's a, right. like a wrestler or somebody. And you're like, I bet they're a fan. Yeah. Right? Like, I like, I don't know if you saw the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, I did. But, I kind of uh, like that movie. I thought that movie was a ton of fun. A ton of fun. Just watched it again because it's streaming yeah. and saw it in the theater and then just watched it even better the second time. Dungeons oh, and Dragons. I bet. I bet. Uh, yeah. But I would say I would posit this without any uh, actual information. Chris Pine played D and D as a child. I believe that's it. why he's I in that. Totally movie. believe it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have no idea why. Um, what's his face is in it. Uh, two weeks notice. Hugh Grant. Uh, oh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was amazing. And he was he really good. he did great. He it was yeah yeah smarmy bad guy instead of smarmy good guy. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of in a in a in an era of like Hugh Grant as as big character wacko. And I, I kind of love it. He was so great in that Paddington movie. I have been recently Paddington pilled. And now I like all about those <laughs> movies. And he was great in that. 
And, uh, you know, kind of looking forward to seeing him as an Oompa Loompa. I know, even though I'm sure everybody who's really short is like, yeah. hey, assholes, uh, we could use some work. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't need to CGI me. <laughs> right. There are it people who out- are this height. <laughs> Right. I would also like to get some get to get some residuals going. Yes, an excellent um, point. An excellent point. Um, but yeah, he is he is so funny and weird in that Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I, I kind of loved it. I loved the I, you know I thought the emotional stuff with Michelle Rodriguez really worked. The kind of plot yes. about uh, you know whether or not to like bring her back, and I I don't know. I yeah, that movie is is um, was just such a nice surprise. Right, because it could have. I, I would have liked it anyway. It was better sure. than it had any need or right to Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Yeah, and, no, uh, uh, you're right. And, right. I will I will always watch that movie, it turns out. Hey, let's take a break and find out if there's an ad, you guys. I hope there is. Was there? Did it happen? <laughs> Who can tell? Uh, so uh, here's the scoop. I am with uh, Jordan Morris, and Jordan Morris has a, has a new graphic novel out, or that it's gonna. You could pre-order it right now. Pre-order it out next Unless, year, but pre-orders up now. Bits. Out in twenty-four. You guys. There yeah, you go. It's it, gonna be a good year for reading. It's uh, it's called Youth Group. You can pre-order it, and it's bit.ly what slash Youth Group book. There we go. And if you go, if you just follow him, uh, I'm sure he will announce it again at Jordan David Morris on all of the things. Yes, so, uh, the Instagram. Uh, he also has a podcast. Specifically, he also has a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go, which is a delight. So uh, you. you could probably go to jordanmorris.net too, right? Oh, yeah. All that stuff's up there, jordanmorris.net. You'll find the podcast. You'll find book pre-order links, all of it. Jordanmorris.net. It'll a all fun be place to be. And, it, <laughs> and I will be in the notes, Rangers. We're discussing Ooh. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Uh, talk to me more about. So if I were to go to. Now, are you went from the uprights to do console? Right. You yes. Play console as well. Uh, so yeah, the the game, uh, the home versions of the game were available for the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. Um, I think I got mine right. on the Sega Genesis. I was a I was a Sega kid. Um, awesome. And that was a little that was a little wonky because so as you mentioned, uh, six buttons to play Street Fighter. The Genesis controller only had three, so you could either buy a new Ooh. controller. Uh, which is, you know, prohibitive to to kids oh, who don't have money, um, right? Right. But, so the their fix was three buttons, and if you wanted to switch from punches to kicks, you had to push start. And first of all, that messes up combos like you wouldn't believe, but also makes it so you can't oh, pause the game. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! So you're you're in, and you're and your mom's calling you to come to dinner, and you're like. And I don't know how many times I've yelled this while I did childcare. Just pause it. Pause yeah, it. Eat. Just pause it. Go back. Yeah. But you can't with Street Fighter. Mom, you just mom can't. I either get me the six button controller or just accept that I can't leave the game <laughs> at a moment's right, notice. I'm going to be another seven minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and seven minutes is actually going to matter <laughs> when right. she's plating food. Of course. So, uh, that's a drag. What a drag. That's, that's yeah. unfortunate. Was it um, for the Sega Genesis? Yeah. Sega Genesis, yes. Um, but yeah, obviously as as home consoles continued, so did the so did the Street Fighter games. And uh yeah, I think my the one where I became kind of like serious about it, where I'm like, ooh, maybe I'm gonna like get good at this. Um, Street Fighter Alpha 2 for the 
PlayStation. And that one was where I like oh. drilled down and started to like practice. I treat it like a like a sport. Like a, wow. Like a sport that gets you beat up. <laughs> uh that so because it you're just fighting it it's its own game, right? You're not online uh battling, right? Uh, not at that, at that point, level no. at that now, point. Now you can so, uh fight shitty teens from around the world, but um at then at, at that point available. you were still fighting fighting the uh, either the computer. And what was or that one called? The, uh, the Street first Fighter Alpha one? Two was one of my favorites. Yeah. Two. There we go. And um, and it was I love the idea of the first PlayStation and and just really doubling down on it and going because that's what it's always been when you get a new console or when you go from a game where it's an upright to a console game, mm-hmm. you have to put in the time. Oh, yeah. Get sure. the muscle memory to, to do the to, to do the controls. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, it's one of the reasons why I never. Like we own all of the, all of the consoles. Yeah. Because Andy's a game designer. He worked at Sega Genesis. Uh, oh, cool. Wow. And he, he has a coat that, uh, he has a jacket, a Sega coat that he has been offered <laughs> cash, cash as he oh, walks around. I'm sure. Yeah. Just there's by Sega, men his own There's age. Sega freaks out there. <laughs> yeah. I like that he won't part own. with it. That's really like, no, that's really cool. part of it. Yeah, I just want any part of you. I think the finally the hook, you know, uh, where the tag is, and then there's yeah. usually a loop uh, that broke, and uh, and with it, a little piece of his heart. Oh my gosh! Uh, we, we had to get that sewed up. That's, that's up good. Right yeah, away. no, keep that Sega jacket alive as long as you can. That's really special. Do that real nice. And uh, so, but uh, so do you? So do you? So do you, uh, do you? Do you play a lot of games at home, or you? you or you don't so much. I don't. Uh, what during lockdown we both got switches, and I did some oh, Animal yeah. Crossing. Nice. And then lockdown went away, and now there's cockroaches all over my island, and I'm offended that they would put cockroaches <laughs> on my island. And so I've never gone back to the Switch. And but I did get a new game. I got a great game. I got a Pokemon game for Christmas last year that I still oh, nice. have yet to put into the damn Switch because I am playing. Uh, the game I'm playing and have been playing probably almost for 10 years is called Marvel Puzzle Quest. Ooh, and I'm a Marvel Snap guy. You're a Marvel Snap guy. That's Jordan of Jordan Jesse hey. Go. There's Andy. Hello, Jordan. Hey, Andy. It's I, a, uh, it's a I'd cameo. love to see your Sega jacket at some point. He'd love to see your Sega jacket at some point. Oh. We're doing Doesn't a Mortal Kombat Doesn't have to be Street now. Fighter. Doesn't have oh, to fine. be now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yes? Okay, uh, I've been alerted as to the next moves of my family. So uh, <laughs> there we go, you guys. Uh, right now, Andy and uh, his mama are going to go get vaccinated. This is hey. a great time for me to tell you to go out and get vaccinated. Sure, absolutely. If you're They're over fifty, there. get the shingles. And uh, if you and here it is October, get a flu shot. Yeah. And there's a new COVID vaccine. So uh, many I great vaccines bold. out there. There's a lot of great vaccines out there, Jordan thank you uh it's always last episode by the way we got a cameo bark from the dog uh that's the great thing about doing it in the garage you guys you get to be part of my life (laughs) okay so uh i don't i don't uh so you play marvel snap which i tried to switch to but i saw that it would consume my life and uh marvel puzzle quest has already consumed my life but i have a question can we can we talk a little bit about the marvel snap 
Yes, absolutely. I want to hear about Puzzle Quest too, because I know there's a lot of Marvel mobile games and I got so into Snap. I kind of want to either switch or branch out. So yes, we can talk about Snap, but I definitely want to hear about Puzzle Quest. Okay. Well, Marvel, Marvel, here's the great thing about Puzzle Quest. And I, and I, this is my question about Snap is how deep into the, into the long boxes they go for characters that 10 years that Marvel Puzzle Quest has been going on. And uh, Snap, I think, is about three years old. And um, are they constantly introducing new characters? Uh, they are. And uh, to answer your question about how deep into the long box, pretty deep. You know, there's a lockjaw. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are very important to my decks. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You're doing a, a I love a lockjaw. A lockjaw is great. And then and how do the. Um, how do the uh, the 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 actions play out on in a Marvel snap? Do they? Is there an anima, animatronic? What what's the? Yeah, so it is a it is a card game that is that I that I I think is a lot like Magic uh, the Gathering, uh, something I never really played, but I think it is a like simplified version of Magic the Gathering uh, that can be played. You can play around. I think it was explicitly designed to play on the toilet because that is about how long it takes to play around. It seems well, good for seems, them. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a, a just a too, too close a coincidence. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah. So it's, it's like, it's kind of putting down cards with different powers. So, you know, okay. Spidey has a power. Magneto can like drag other cards over to his area. Um, you know, like Colossus can't be destroyed. Um, so yeah, there, there's a, each card has a power that kind of is related to the character. Captain America then, like powers up all the other cards. Um, okay, so yeah. you're playing a small team. Are you playing like a team of three? Uh, you have God. How big is your deck? Your deck is like eight cards. Eight, eight. Okay. I think t- maybe uh, between eight and ten cards. And so yeah, and each and you know, I think ideally this deck that you're creating the cards kind of help each other so like um you know my deck is very built around moon girl and devil dinosaur so devil dinosaur (laughs) gets more powerful based on how many cards are in your hand and moon girl duplicates your hand so if you can get her to duplicate your hand and then drop the devil dinosaur he'll be very powerful Um, i can't express to you how smart moon girl is she's just a genius you guys she might She's be a, the smartest yeah, a person child, a child genius. The, yeah, she I think she I, I think she uh, lapped somehow the uh, fantastic Mr. Fantastic as yeah. far as she superseded <laughs> him as the smartest person in the Marvel Universe. Um, and she's 11, you guys. Yeah. Uh, so but so that's that's her. So they're compl- it's a lot like that in Marvel Puzzle Quest. You pick. Yes. But but in in Puzzle Quest, you pick three. And then. When you play the cards, see, if you were to look at Marvel Puzzle Quest, it is essentially Candy Crush, right? Okay. It's, yeah. It's essentially cool. a match three. Love it. So, and match four, match five, as many as you can match. And what you're doing is you're powering up their powers okay. with those matches. It's the mana that you need to use the Magic the Gathering uh, sure. term that you would need to fire off the powers. And some of the powers are so hilarious that. They'll take you out of the game. I remember, I can't express to you the first time I played Thanos and you're fighting a team of three. And if you're, if you fire off Thanos's, if you fire off, if Thanos is on your team and one of your characters or 
any of them, kills one of the other team members or defeats them. Death shows up oh, and cool. hits the entire team for another 1,500 points of damage each. Love it. And the first time it happened, I laughed. I laughed, I tell you. <laughs> I was like, you guys are absurd and awesome. Yeah, and, that rules. Uh, that totally rules. Yeah. And Lockjaw will summon like other he'll he'll summon summon other teams. He'll okay. summon uh the, the rest of the pet adventures will show up. Oh like nice. all of a sudden Throg will show up with his tiny hammer. Oh and God. you know, Throg, all the different- that's a great pull. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Right now, the most current pull uh is I forget. Oh, he's a Howard the Duck arch enemy. Okay. He's Doc Dr. Bong, B-O-N-G. Okay. <laughs> That's and that is uh the yeah. Oh, I'm, you're Doc, you're holding Dr. up Dr. Bong. Bong. That is not Doc, Okay, so he's a bell. The Bong is a bell and he's not a, you know, pot villain or something like that. I'm not going to lie to you. In the in the comics initially, mm-hmm. there was some marijuana illusions no uh in I howard the duck shocking. no in no. howard the duck yeah uh <laughs> it's a world gone mad i'm a gawk. so um yeah it's uh he is That's really funny. a lot yeah yes. i don't know too much about howard the duck other than he was the you know focus of the terrible movie but yeah i mean i guess he is a marvel comics character with a rich history he- and he is one of the characters and there is a, there's always a storyline and they rehash the storylines. They, they don't write new storylines in Marvel puzzle quest mm-hmm. as much. Like if I mean, I've been playing it. I'm not even kidding. Probably six years. That's wild. Five years. And every day you play with Deadpool every day. And, and Deadpool has an unlimited uh, uh, quantity of whales that he could drop okay. on people. <laughs> and uh, right. so he could either drop one whale uh-huh. or if he, if you saved up enough, all the whales, many whales. So uh, yeah, like my, my go-to team right now is actually um, beta Ray bill. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, great. Carnage, mm-hmm. carnage and a Koye uh, and a Koye. Uh, if you collect silver tiles, if you collect uh, the silver discs, right, it essentially is uh, exponential. It it multiplies everybody else's hitting powers, and uh, and Beta Ray Bill has a ship that will kill you for sixty nine thousand. I mean, the point the, the point levels are ridiculous. Yeah. So, but I like the idea of cards with powers in Snap. Yeah, it's neat, and I think both these games like. Uh, you know, are replicating one of the great pleasures of comics, Marvel comics specifically. It's like those team ups are so much fun. And it's like the yeah. Avengers are great. The X-Men is great. You could like argue about who the best X-Men team is, you know, till kingdom come. <laughs> and it's so fun to like be doing those team ups in these games. It's like, it's such a fun, like story meets gameplay thing. I, I really love it. I'm going to, I'm going to play puzzle quest. It sounds like a goddamn blast. It's a it's a really fun and I will say that the conversation that comes because Andy and I will just as every morning we wake up and we parallel play. Aww, it's uh aww, we, we couldn't on. be more adorable. That's great. Uh but th- the other morning uh we were playing and we had to fight every day the daily, you have to fight a certain character. And uh the character I had to fight was an incredible Hulk. And uh-huh. uh and it was a matchup, was the thing versus the incredible Hulk. And I said out loud to Andy, do you think the thing could 
beat up the Incredible Hulk? That's that's and the question. That's the eternal question. That's what I was told. That this is not the first time someone has thought of this question, Jordan. Other people have thought of this question and have thought to themselves. <laughs> it's come up. And, they've dis- <laughs> and people have discussed it at length. And that's what mm-hmm. Andy said. This has been discussed at length. And I said, and what is the re- resolution? He was like, there's no resolution. But the, the speculation is, is it depends on how angry the Hulk right. is. Right. It's the irresistible force and the immovable object, right? I mean, it's that. <laughs> it, it is. It's the question with no answer. And it, it also probably depends how close it is to clobber in time. Right, if it's real close to clobber in time, and it has an advantage. <laughs> but if you're, you know, a couple hours away from clobber in time, the, uh, <laughs> right, the thing's going to be less he's effective. Low. <laughs> <laughs> Even with both hands, sir. Yeah, and uh, so there is actually a very good uh, uh, Fantastic Four arc that uh, that just finished. That I believe Dan Slott, though God knows it could have been Mark Wade uh, that uh, wrote. Uh, I t- have been Ryan North. <laughs> anyway, Ooh, I don't know Brian North. Oh, he's he actually I read some of his Fantastic Four comics recently. He is a writer who I love to follow. Ryan North. Uh, get on it. The man writes a good comic book and also a good uh, fun nonfiction book too. Ryan North. Uh, he did some Fantastic Four comics um, that I got a, a got a collection of and they have an overarching story, but they're each it's a little bit of an anthology thing, one story about each member of the of the four. Um oh, cool. they're terrific. The the kind of emotional stuff is there. He's a very funny writer. Um yeah, oh, Fantastic good. Four can be such a I blast w- when 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 done well. Well, that was what that's what uh, it had never done. I, I had tried to read a couple others over the last I've only been reading comics. Uh and when I say only I feel like it's plenty of time, but uh, <laughs> when you talk to uh, somebody who is a long box, uh, you can't you can't mm-hmm. fight the. I've been reading them since I was thirteen, and I'm sure. sixty, so that that guy is going to be able to let me. And I love talking <laughs> to that guy because that guy yeah. knows things. Of course, yeah, yeah. you can get that. some you can get some good recs from that guy if he's not being a right. dick. I'm twenty. I'm twenty years in. Twenty okay. years into reading comic books, two thousand three. They're quick and, to read, uh, so you can read most of the comics in that time. Well, and the weird thing, <laughs> the weird, the, and it started because they're quick reads. Andy would leave them around the apartment, yeah, the house, and then I'd be like, "Oh, well, they take twenty minutes. All right, yeah. I'm in." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, where's the next Doctor Strange? What's happening?" Yeah. And he's like, "This is how I get you." Yeah. Next thing and, you know, uh, you're digging through a cardboard box in a convention center. <laughs> oh, I'm never doing that. Uh, okay. I, uh, I, <laughs> That's I, where you it, draw it the must line. Be, it is sadly where I, I, I okay. I'm uh, terrible at thrifting as well. Totally I, fair. I refuse to. You know what? I love a thrift shop that is separated by color. Oh, that you is guys, nice. Yeah. I've been looking for a red shirt. Oh, good. Here's an entire rack of red <laughs> shirts. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty dapper. I think people have always said it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, a lovely Would Powell's you, bookstore shirt on now, right? Is that sure? Uh, yeah, that's what Speaking that of is. Places it's, you can pre-order youth group. Anyway, there you go, Jordan Morris, you guys. Yes, uh, youth group. But I will say this: here's let's bring it back to these these games, just because why not? Oh, sure, um, yeah, let's do it. Have you ever, because you wrote youth group, have you read written other comics? Uh, yeah, so I did a graphic novel uh, that came out. Um, when did that thing come out? Two years ago, uh, called Bubble, uh, based on the uh, scripted Max Fun podcast of the same name. Um, I co-wrote oh, that. 
with a great uh, writer named Sarah Morgan, and the art is by uh, the great genius Tony Cliff. Um, so Bubble out there in store, still available, still very good. Um, and I've written okay. a couple Archie comics. I've written a couple of uh, comics for Archie. And uh, the that's cool. The man uh, that you and I are both huge fans of, the aforementioned Mark Wade. I used his Archie comics as kind of like my main inspiration. I loved his Archie so much. And oh, just when I started to write mine, I was like, oh, I want to I want to try and do as good a job as Mark Wade did. I, I am not as and good a writer good, as him, but he it was such a wonderful inspiration. He did such a great job. You're with a us. different writer than him. And course, yes, and, and I will say this is that to read his Archie's also can populate your universe if you're writing in that yeah. universe, right? Yeah, totally. Um, what a great uh, idea. Yeah, no, his 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 Archie's with uh, Fiona Staples are so beautiful. Uh, and folks Fiona Staples. Oh wow. Jeez, I know. One of the one of the one of the great geniuses She's of She's amazing. Oh artist. my god, yeah. Um and now, so yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Did did you ever read or um the horror Archie series with so Robert those are Hack, the ones did... I've been writing. Um, yeah, so the, you've been writing the horror ones. I have been. It's so much fun. I yeah, I've I've kind of been. I've kind of had a couple of fun like horror assignments lately uh, with youth group and these. So it's been kind of fun. Um, yeah, I still, I still try and make them funny because uh, you know the 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 heart of Archie is it's gags. But um, right, right. I remember that episode of Friends where uh, Chandler was writing an Archie. Oh, I didn't. And, know, I haven't uh, seen that. Oh my gosh! It was in the alternate universe where uh, where Chandler has a job and and he gets a job writing Archie and he <laughs> writes about how Jughead is his butler and Archie keeps asking for things like malts without any uh, lumps in it. Okay, and it's a parallel story to him being uh, Joey's uh, assistant. Oh wow! Uh, because he. It were is on General Hospital or Days of Our Lives or something. Uh, anyway, other episodes of the Dork Forest, you guys. Robert Hack, uh, artist who has done a lot of those Archie horror covers, did oh, cool. a Doctor Who episode Whoa. about Doctor Who, and um, and there is a Friends episode that was just recorded. Very exciting. If you're into the the, there's always a crossover. Is what I'm saying. I yeah. know the snippets of things that I know are usually from a previous dork forest. So <laughs> I bet this is a good, your heart. This, this show is a good way to get like a baseline knowledge for a lot of different weird fandoms. I knew how to play cricket for an hour and a half after that episode. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just did an Australian rules football episode with Will Anderson and knew and learned more about Australian rules football. Okay. So here's, <laughs> but here's why I started this yes. question, which was, have you ever wanted to write a comic in one of those universes, like a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter? Yeah, boy, you know, uh, hey, if anybody's listening from the world of Street Fighter <laughs> or <laughs> Mortal Kombat publishing, I've got yep. pitches for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah, that would be really fun. They're such they're such fun, wacky, rich worlds. And yeah, like we've talked about, yeah. um, they have such bonkers. Those universes are big continuity yeah. so yes i i would love to i've even i've even thought seriously about it i've i've never had any kind of contact over there but um right i've got some ideas do you have you ever dm'd like dungeon mastered or game mastered any sort of tabletop games here's the thing i've only played dungeons and dragons once on on brian posein's podcast okay 
All right, is my yeah, great it is has... my great blind spot for for kind of nerd stuff. I haven't done any kind of uh, uh, tabletop RPGs. I would love to. It seems so fun, but um, has not. I'll tell you the truth, the 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 nerd universe keeps us expanding, much like the actual universe. You guys, sure, yeah. and uh, and there's no way to get to all corners. You can't do it. Uh, there's things that I love, and I'm never going to see all of them. And yeah. it's very sad because everyone would like me to see all of them, but uh, I can't, I can't do it. I will say this. Andy has a tabletop role-playing game. My husband, my fella, that's called the hero instant mm-hmm. and the bait. And it's free. If you were to want to go look at it, you, what cool. you do is you make superhero characters Neat. with any power, absolutely any mm-hmm. power that you've ever wanted. I play, um, I'm in two games. One where I play Mrs. Kravitz, uh, the meddler. And uh-huh. she has uh, psychic powers and she is also in HR. So, uh, so uh, that is Great. one of my characters. And the other one I play is uh, Dr. Quetzalcoatl, uh, mm-hmm. who is uh, <laughs> accidentally as a white lady mm-hmm. uh, picked up the wrong ornament, mm. uh, like a talisman yeah. at, at a dig in uh, Central America. It happens. And everyone's mad at me. Uh, but I'm trying to use my cultural appropriation. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so those are my two characters in the hero instant. So if you go to the hero instant.com, which by the way is spelled heroin, Hmm, it's a, it's a, it's a real unfortunate, uh, that he didn't notice that, but, uh, the hero instant.com super fun. What, um, yeah. So what, so what are the two current games that are you playing currently? Yeah, so Street Fighter, so Street Fighter Six came out um, uh, earlier this year, and Mortal Kombat, because their continuity is so wacky, the most recent game in the series is called Mortal Kombat One. They're just calling it Mortal Kombat One because the universe was destroyed and then remade by their god character. So uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually playing playing both of them right now. Uh, Mortal Kombat is delightfully bonkers. but I think the Street Fighter game is a masterpiece. I think the Street Fighter game is like one of the best games they've ever made. And like truly really? maybe one of the great games of this generation. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, that's so great. That is really cool. Is it because it's still a versus game, right? It's still it you pick your character. Yep. And yeah, like I, I was talking about earlier, they have this kind of quest mode that is pretty fluffy, but 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 really, really fun where you you know, you kind of create this character, uh, you know, much like you've done with your <laughs> HR psychic. Yeah. Uh, you, you dress them up and you kind of run around <laughs> this this city where everyone is just down to fight at any time. DTF, down to fight. Okay. And, and <laughs> you, uh, yeah, and you kind of fight that way and you level up and you kind of uncover this wacky plot they have going on. Um and you study under various masters so you can like pick Chun-Li as your master and then like study her technique and then level up her moves. Um, So it's really fun. It's definitely like, it's definitely kind of like fluffy and kind of charmingly janky. Um, It it sounds like two different games. It kind of is. They use the guts of the game to kind of create these different experiences, which is really cool. So I think if you, you know, are a more casual player and you just kind of want to run around this city and dress up and, you know, fight random pizza guys, you can. But (laughs) if you want to go really deep into the game and, you know, fight all the shittiest teenagers from around the world, you can do that too, Uh, which I think is is part of what's so cool about the game. Um, Yeah, Street Fighter 6 is really awesome. 
And you're picking you're picking characters, right? You're picking uh existing characters, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's in a lot versus, of the old a lot versus. of the old favorites that you you would recognize, you know, from those from those days at the pizza yeah. place. Uh Ken Ryu, Chun Lee, Guile, Blanca. The gang's all here. And then some new ones <laughs> like this character Lily that I'm just loving right now. So yeah. Right, right. Wind powers. Wind powers, um, is yeah. That, is that a ranged attack or is that melee as well? Is that up God, close? Great question, Jackie. She's also a smothering character. Uh, so you, <laughs> so she, like Blanca, has a lot of attacks that you can use to close the gap. So it's all about right? kind of distance and kind of playing with how far away you are from the opponent. And yeah, she's, she's such a fun character for that. They've given her a lot of really cool like dives and like... Uh, you know, she can kind of use the wind to kind of like fly forward. Uh, so it's really, it's, it's really fun to play with positioning with her. And then she has this really cool, like super powerful grab attack. So if you can use the wind powers to kind of get in close, you can use this super powered grab and just do this like devastating body slam. And it's so much fun when it works. Oh, the satisfaction alone of just hearing about it is amazing. There's a satisfaction in those versus games. I remember just sweating and being yeah. happy when they were over. Yeah. <laughs> they can be kind of stressful too. Yeah. Right. Especially if you cannot. Yeah. Get that mm. combo. Yeah. Uh, I know. Jordan Morris. This has been a freaking delight. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I, so much fun. Yeah. It's been an hour. We're doing it. We did another Dork Forest, and this one was with Jordan Morris, you guys. Jordan Morris of Jordan Jesse Go. It's a podcast. If you go to jordanmorris.net, you can find out all about the new book, the new graphic novel. You can uh, you can find out, you know, he's on Instagram. And uh, and you can, all the things are at jordanmorris.net, but it's Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N-M-O-R-R-I-S on That's Instagram. It. But yeah. it's Jordan David Morris, actually, on Instagram. It is. Yes, I did not get I, – I, I'm kind of new to Instagram, so I was not able to get Jordan Morris. So I went Jordan David Morris. Eh, is it the best handle? I don't know. I'm stuck with it. So eh, You're in for the duration. Yeah, sure. And uh, so be it. <laughs> Rangers, this has been a delight. You know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Hi, Adal. How was the show? Well – Jordan Morris of Jordan Jesse Go of Max Fun Fame of oh, my okay. other podcast network, right. Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris, who by the way is uh, writes comic books. Really? Right now he's got a deal with Archie. He's writing a couple of those oh. Archie horror books. Oh, really? Okay. Kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. And he's got available for pre-order uh, a YA horror graphic novel mm -hmm. called Youth Group. Oh. <laughs> And it's about um, young, I think, demon hunters. Okay. And um, sure. so, yeah. Because, you know, it's a children's crusade again. Why not? Send them out. Send they them, might as well fight the, the teenagers good fight. Because, 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 no, we can't handle them at home. No. Well, but if you go to jordanmorris.net, you will find out more than enough about his podcast and his person. Not maybe and not that, his and person. The, and the and the interesting sounding graphic novels. And yeah, and he's got other graphic novels too. It was it's a great episode. Guess what he talked about? Ooh, what? Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Ooh, some of your favorites. I like a versus. You do. I enjoy a versus video game. He played the uprights. Yep. He does not own Mortal Kombat the movie like I do. Oh right. Or we do when right. we got married. You got half of I that got, disc. I got half that disc. And uh, he's currently playing Street Fighter Six, which he thinks is one of the greatest games ever made, which is interesting. Okay. 
Yep. He said that there is an open world angle to it that really? is kind of dumb, but kind yeah. of fun. Doesn't right. make any sense. No. Like you can wander around as your character fighting like pizza. Del- you could fight anyone. Well, pizza sure. delivery guys. Yeah. yeah. Mortally, yeah. probably. Uh, what? No, no. Uh, in the street. In the street. Right, right. Yep. There's, you can't go inside because it is street fighter. He says it's weird because there's no tournament. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like Mortal Kombat's always a tournament. Right, right. But Street Fighter was always you just going through the streets fighting these people as you go. Right. Right, and, right. So that makes sense. But it was a street tournament, I think. I don't know that it was. Okay. He was pretty psyched about your Dreamcast uh, jacket. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he was a Dreamcast kid. Right. And um, it's yep. a pretty exciting jacket. I haven't worn it in months because, you know, it's been 180 degrees here. It's 180 degrees. Uh, one of my favorite things about Jordan Morris uh, was that several times during the program, he kept saying, great question. Great question, Jackie. And then he would answer it. That it's, is great. <laughs> it's really everything I want Did out you of say, a show. Great answer. Great answer. Damn Jordan. it. <laughs> I did not, but it's a great episode, and I'm so glad. Great episode. Great episode, Jordan. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance, and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?